Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Credit Conversations with Savaskia. You can gain more information at my website, savaskia.com, S-Y-V-O-S-K-I-A.com. You know, many people are still trying to leverage their buying power on credit. Every week, we're focusing on credit conversations that give you inspiration, education, and restoration. You need to know that credit is much more than your score. It connects and evolves around your financial literacy and education. Learning the tools of budgeting, debt, net worth, money management, building and understanding your net worth, wealth, and more. As the owner of Exusia Financial, we have those solutions for you, whether it be your credit, a whole financial protection plan, financial wellness for individuals, families, and corporate. We are here to help you to gain more awareness and giving you practical applications that can change your trajectory, your trajectory of your life. Isn't that amazing? I'm so excited because, you know, I love doing what I do. I mean, I truly do. So welcome to the podcast again. If this is your first time, stay tuned for some very important information. For those who are becoming credit champions, hey, I am so glad that you're back. Listen, stay tuned. Watch out for my upcoming virtual online book release on March the 13th from noon until 2 p.m. Be sure to purchase your book. Go out to Amazon.com. Listen, order the book so I can get to the top seller list. Credit Champion, a practical guide to leveraging your wealth and increasing your purchasing power. For our first-time listeners, I like to start off by saying uh, we typically start this podcast off by sharing a word of the day or the word of the week, and that word is power, the ability to act on something with a direct change. I want you to know With a made-up mind, you can take your power and make a change. This week's podcast, we're going to talk about a question that came in this week for the podcast. And I thought, hey, why not? Let me address it. Many people are uh, looking uh, for direction. So the question that came to me uh, with one of my uh, recent clients She asked uh, me, uh, Lisa said, should I rent or purchase a home? And I thought, well, you know, that's a really, really good question. Uh, Should I? Should I rent or purchase a home? 
And so I thought about it for a moment. I thought, well, you know, I think that'll be a good segue this week to talk about uh, renting, home ownership, uh, the impact, what this does uh, for your credit. And, you know, the decision is really up to you. You know, what does it take for me to get ready if I do decide that I am a renter and I want to be a homeowner? Uh, how does it impact my credit uh, as it returns to me being a renter right now? You know, am I a homeowner and, and am I really getting the best interest rate that I should be getting? Do I need to uh, work on my credit as a homeowner and get a lower interest rate. And so either way, I think you'll get something from this, whether you are a renter wanting to become a homeowner or whether you're a homeowner right now and you are paying a high interest rate. So I want to talk about 10 advantages of renting or you can look at 10 advantages of why you should remain a homeowner. So some key takeaways is both renting and buying have their financial advantages. And owning a home isn't right for everyone. As an example, we have those who are in military, which often causes them to relocate, right? And so they don't want to just land and purchase a home everywhere they're going from city to city. And so many times it makes sense to just rent. Uh, until they're actually settled down. Uh, you think about those who are going off to college, those who uh, have been sent to another city on a work assignment. Does it really make sense to purchase a home, right? Uh, may make more sense to just rent a home. And so, you know, we know that unlike homeowners, renters have no maintenance costs. Yay. Hey, for the renters, you have no, you don't have any maintenance costs, right? You don't have to repair plumbing, all of those wonderful things. You don't have to pay property taxes, right? In some cases, local taxes, you know, because renting uh, usually requires some type of security deposit, right? Uh, we also know that re renting, uh, that you have to have a decent credit profile. So very important to know that even if you're renting or even if you're purchasing home, both of those are directly uh, related to uh, your credit. And think about it, your mortgage payment or your rental payment is the highest bill most likely that you are paying. Wouldn't you agree? And we know that with renting, uh, you have the security deposit, but as a home buyer, you also have a, a sizable down payment. So it just makes sense that you would really begin to look at uh, should I rent or purchase a home and what impact would my credit serve on that? I do want to say too to renters that we have a phenomenal partnership to provide you with an additional trade line should you be a renter who is desiring home ownership. We can help you have uh, your rent uh, credited to uh, your credit profile 
uh, through Equifax and through uh, TransUnion. Yes, TransUnion. And so that is really phenomenally helping renters. Hope that can help you make a decision there on should you purchase a home because maybe you're thinking, I don't have good enough credit. Nobody's going to let me purchase a home. But yes, we can help you. We can help you get that reported. You just want to follow back with me. Uh, Ten reasons, you know, why renting could be better. Could be better. We've already talked about, you know, you don't have to deal with the maintenance costs. Listen, somebody said, oh, hello to the renters. Nothing wrong with it. You don't have to. Uh, where about uh, repairs if if your refrigerator goes out or the roof starts to leak? Listen, you can call the landlord or I'll say you can call the landlord, landlady. How about that? The landlady. And then their responsibility is to uh, take care of this. But but on the other hand, listen, the homeowner, uh, we're responsible for all the home repairs. So shout out to the homeowners. Nothing wrong with being a homeowner, right? Uh, maintenance and renovation costs, all of that sometimes as a homeowner can get quite pricey. But another thing, number two, when you think about reasons why, you know, should I rent or purchase a home? Uh, rent, you know, the financial benefit of renting is having access to amenities. Uh, these amenities that would otherwise be an enormous expense to a homeowner. What are some of those expenses? I'm talking about, you know, those luxuries you get with that in-ground pool or you get your fitness center, right? Uh, especially if you're living in some of these more upscale apartments and complexes that are no additional charges to the tenants. But I realize, too, it depends on what city that you live in, right, that these costs could be uh, quite different. I was talking uh, with Natalie, uh, who relocated from California uh, with her family and found out that as a renter, they were paying over $2,100 in a less than $1,000. Uh, square foot apartment, really? 2100 in California. I told her you will have no problem purchasing a home here in my city. Yes. And so, you know, one of the things renters, we don't have to worry about real estate taxes, right? That's one of the major benefits of renting versus owning, right? Real estate taxes can be uh, hefty, depending on where you live and what part of uh, the country that you're living in, right? And then many times that can cost thousands of dollars. And then you have downsizing going on. I mean, you have seniors who've had these bigger houses and are literally not using half of the house. So, you know, in many cases, it makes sense that maybe they want to get into a retirement community uh, where they don't have to deal with the nuances of home ownership. Totally understand it. Uh, number four, um, you know, no down payment. That's another area where renters have a better financial deal. Uh, you talking about the upfront costs. You're also uh, talking about your debt to income. Uh, whereas uh, being a homeowner, uh, you're definitely going to show the debt to income of your mortgage on your credit profile, right? 
And renters, uh, basically, you're dealing with the pay a security deposit. Uh, typically, is uh, equal to one month's rent, depending on uh, the property management and where you are staying. But we know that when you're purchasing a home, uh, typically, uh, it's going to be a sizable down payment. In some cases, it's going to be twenty percent of your property value. You know, but still, the amount is needed, right? Uh, and it just depends. You know, they tell me in New York City. The average apartment rental in Manhattan Island of New York City, they said, is one of the most expensive places to live in the U.S. So we're talking about this this past July, $4,800 for an expensive place to live in the U.S. Our average apartment rental in Manhattan Island in New York City, it blown my mind. Those who don't have money for a down payment are better off renting. So shout out to you, New York City. I can certainly understand why you made that choice. But even if you made that choice, remember that you want to work on your credit because credit is your asset. So number five, you know, having more flexibility as to where you need to live. You know, renters can live practically anywhere. While homeowners, you know, we're restricted to where we can be. Um, But the flexibility to move around when you are a renter, particularly if you've been relocated from another job and you don't know whether you're going to maintain and live in that city, but you go to that city uh, to complete your employment. So you have flexibility. Yes, you do. So let's go ahead and look at um number six so you know we talk about few concerns about decreasing property values you know property values go up and property values go down so you want to think about that when you're in the housing market when you uh locate in a neighborhood the impact of those values going up and down and then number seven you want to look at the flexibility uh, to downsize. You know, renters have the option to downsize to a more affordable living space uh, in their lease, as opposed to even thinking of retirees who want a, co- a less costly, uh, as I said before, but smaller alternative that will match their budget, right? And that's what it's all about. It's about financial, being financial literate and not living beyond your means, but looking at both renting and home ownership. And you who have the power can make that decision. Uh, number eight, a fixed rent amount. Now, rent amounts are fixed for the span of the lease agreement. While landlords can raise the rent uh, many times without a notice, but you can budget more efficiently because you know the amount of rent you are required to pay. To pay, you are required to pay. So, fixed rate mortgages uh, they allow for efficient budgeting. But if you are in an ARM, what is an ARM? That is an adjustable rate mortgage. If you get into that, that can fluctuate. What that means, uh, that's often going to be resulting in rising mortgage payments due to higher interest rate and property taxes uh, can cost homeowners, uh, but they don't affect the renters. Uh, 
Number nine, listen, uh, lower insurance costs. You know, homeowners need to maintain homeowners insurance policy where the equivalent of a renter, what do you have? You have the renter's insurance policy. And so we know that there are cheaper coverage depending on uh, where you live, depending on what's in your policy, you know, your valuables and your furniture. But we know that there is an average cost out there. You want to make sure that you shop wisely, right? Shop wisely when you're doing that. Number 10, you also want to look at your utility costs. Uh, all those homes can vary in size. They're typically larger than renter apartments. And so as a result, you got to look at, you know, does it make sense to rent a buyer home? How's that going to impact my credit? Do I want a higher heating bill? Uh, can I serve, save, right? Save rental properties typically have a compact and efficient floor plan. So it's more efficient, right? I remember I was talking to my my son the other day who had moved into an, another apartment and he said he didn't want to be a homeowner right now. And so he, he comes, he's like, mom, my, my utility bill was only $27. I said, shut the heck up, $27. If you have a $27 Utility bill, you should just literally be falling out about right now, okay? $27. So the bottom line, owning a home can be beneficial uh, for homeowners. You know, I love homeownership because it gives you an opportunity to build a legacy, right? And helping to build a legacy is helping us to build a wealth transfer to build a generational wealth. So becoming a homeowner definitely is going to help you do that. You know, renters have nothing tangible to show uh, for the rental payments. But however, for those who are looking to avoid the hazards of homeownership, I understand the cost of upkeep, property taxes, renting. I get it. I totally get it. You know, but buying a home should be a long-term investment. If you might change jobs, you definitely uh, want to do that. So, you know, some below, I've mentioned to you some of the, the 10 advantages that I think that will help you when you're talking about should I rent or should I buy a home and how that ultimately is going to impact your credit? And I would just say that a home will appreciate the value over time, right? Uh, whereas renting is uh, is just simply what it is. You're a renter, right? It's okay. It's fine. Either way, right? So connect with me on how to report your rent as a trade line to help you get ready for home ownership. I would be so excited to help you do that. And I just want to remind you uh, that it's your choice. And whether you are a renter, whether you decide to become a homeowner, either way you go, it's going to be perfectly fine. So, Let's get connected. Let's make it happen. And I always say uh, to the team, you know, sometimes we just got to get ready. Sometimes we got to get set. And sometimes we have to just say, let's go. So get ready, get set, 
and let's go.